as we are stuck at home, our lives have shifted towards the essentials. Food, medical supplies, vitamins. But there's something else we're craving more of. And that is connection. And by focusing on that more than we ever have before, it seems to me that we are becoming a kinder and more loving world. Welcome to Quest for You, my podcast that focuses on exactly that connection. And especially the connection with yourself. When you start to listen to me, my podcast, then you will begin to listen more to yourself. You will reflect, be inspired, and consider the possibility of a different direction for your life. It's week seven of shelter in place, my friends. How are you holding up? Earlier this week, the shelter in place here in California was extended for another month until end of May. Not a surprise, but still not good news, especially for kids and for businesses. Remember our mantras? I talked about 10 mantras of peace in episode 552. And since then, I started to cover them one by one. Last week, I took a little bit of a break and I brought you my interview with my friend Dre that I recorded pre-shelter in place. But this week, we're picking back up and we are on mantra number seven. And before I read that one, let me briefly say why I consider these mantras so important. The world is obviously in turmoil. And to some degree, this turmoil affects us. We have to make adjustments in our life as a result of it. But we need to be careful and protect our inner state of being from this turmoil. Yes, things may be a little bit uncomfortable for a while. But we manage this time with much more ease if we are peaceful. And these mantras remind us of that. No matter what happens, that we can find that peace within us. So here is mantra number seven. I embrace the power of love. I radiate love because I know that is what I am deep down. My power of love overrides my love of power, of control, of perfectionism. I choose to see life as it is, rather than as I think it should be, or would be, or could be. I'm willing to settle into a peaceful flow with whatever comes my way, in love and gratitude for whatever lesson and opportunity it may bring. There is no true peace without love. There is no true love without peace. Now I know this mantra may appear a little bit out there, maybe even unattainable. I know for me, every time I hear the word love, I think of it as perfection. Love is always the ultimate objective. If I could just love everyone and be loving towards everyone, then that would be bliss, right? Then I would have ultimate peace. But who is that? Some monk, maybe, in the mountains, in Nepal somewhere? who only sees other monks all day and doesn't have to deal with difficult people like I do every day. 
Okay, I am exaggerating. I do notice that I have love and peace in my day. Usually when it's quiet in the early mornings or recently on my walks. But when the world is noisy, with emails, people around me and in my ear, social media and so on, it can be very hard to be peaceful and loving. So in contemplating this mantra, it began to dawn on me. If we need peace to be more loving and more love in order to be more peaceful, then isn't that what's happening right now? And I'm sure you have noticed it too. With the peace that has admittedly been forced on us seven weeks ago or longer for some of you, the world seems to have become more loving. As the noise has decreased, at least in my life, I have become more present. And it's in that presence that I find more love within me. More love for myself and also more love for others. There's this quote that I don't remember exactly who wrote it. And I didn't look it up. But it goes something like this. Be kind to everyone you meet because you don't know what they're going through at the moment. And we always knew this is an important skill to have when it comes to interpersonal relationship. This awareness that the other person might have something going on in their life that we don't know anything about. And that, therefore, we should treat them kindly, even if they are not necessarily kind to us. Well, now we do know what they're going through. Because we're all going through the same thing. So we can relate better to one another all of a sudden. We can show more kindness and generosity because it's easier for us to imagine what the other person is going through even if we're not affected to the same degree. Under items for sale on Nextdoor, I saw today someone giving away food baskets for free. People are showing love because they know what their neighbors are going through. It's beautiful. Have you noticed it? I follow several influencers on social media and listen to those popular podcasts that they publish. And there I've noticed the same trend. Most of them are giving something away for free. Free copies of their book, unlimited access to their database filled with courses. The speaking program I took last year, to holding weekly rehearsal and coaching sessions for free. There seems to be an abundance of free information out there. I joined a daily meditation call at 6 a.m. with a popular meditation teacher, partially because I've been wanting to get back to meditation, but mainly because this gives me an incentive to get up early, something I told you I've been struggling with since I started working from home. And I'm sure some of these people have a clear marketing strategy behind these initiatives. And if nothing, they have our undivided attention. I don't know about you, but I've definitely been consuming more content. The people I admire, for example, I've been reading more of their content and watching more of their videos. So yeah, maybe they can capitalize on this time right now. But if it's helping people to be stronger, why not? Clearly, we are seeing 
a shift in values. I've been on several webinars lately as it relates to my job in supply chain management where the shift in consumer demand is heavily discussed. And if you're into data and you can geek out on charts and graphs like I do, then check out this website called Visual Capitalist. It has great visuals on the trends that we're seeing. There's one page in particular that shows the change in demand away from luxury goods, travel, and and out-of-home entertainment towards necessities. Listen to this quote pulled from an article by Tamsin Plangert from The Guardian. It's an unprecedented interruption of an industry that has relied on speeding from one season's sales to the next, and it is bringing with it a sense of connectedness, responsibility, and empathy. The demand for stuff has decreased, but the need for connection has increased. Sadly, many of us still try to find that connection by turning to our screens, as evidenced by the spike in demand for home entertainment. There is a nifty graphic on that site for this, and it's showing the percentage increase by media type, with TV and video games leading the pack. My friend calls it escapism, and I'm not safe from it either. I started playing a few rounds of solitaire again at the end of each day just to relax my brain. But when I think about the rising need for connection, then I think that this is a really good trend. Because we don't need more things. If we did, we would buy them right now. But the economic data clearly shows We don't need more furniture or more clothes. What we need more of is genuine connections. You've done it, right? You get on Zoom happy hours. You find yourself chatting more with people online or calling them, maybe even going on distanced walks like I do. We all have a need to connect and talk and laugh and feel heard. And that, my friends, is love. We are extending our love to others. I shared my Vision 2020 meetup group with you a few episodes ago and man, I tell you, we are coming together. It's becoming a group of regular people that show up every Monday, Wednesday and Friday and I feel the love in that group. Amongst the people, I notice how everyone just greets each other and responds to each other and connects with one another. Everyone wants to connect. And with that desire comes an offering to show more love. So maybe we are all in the process of finding more love within ourselves and bringing that out. More of my friends are checking in with me. Just as I sat here, starting to record this episode... I heard my phone ringing and I looked and it was a friend from Texas whom I have not spoken to in years. Neighbors offer their help. People I pass on the street smile more. On my work calls, I noticed myself being kinder with others, even when I feel like that we've already talked about this issue at hand a million times. And have you also noticed that once you're connected with someone in a kind way that it brings more peace into your life? 
you just don't feel as uncertain anymore about the future. You feel calm and grounded. I embrace the power of love. I radiate love because I know that is what I am deep down. My power of love overrides my love of power, of control, of perfectionism. I choose to see life as it is rather than as I think it should be or would be or could be. I'm willing to settle into a peaceful flow with whatever comes my way in love and gratitude for whatever lessons and opportunity it may bring. There is no true peace without love. There is no true love without peace. And with that, I wish you, as I always do, much love. And please don't forget to share this episode with a loved one. Until next time.